Hello, welcome to another episode of Sounds Like Comics, the podcast devoted to all things comic books in movies and TV. I'm Luke. My co-host today is Jason. I'm back. Here I am. Today's topic, Miss Marvel, the first Muslim superhero of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is the seventh television series in the MCU produced by Marvel Studios, sharing continuity with the films of the franchise. It follows Kamala Khan, a 16-year-old fangirl of the Avengers who struggles to fit in until she gains her own powers. This is your warning. We will be talking spoilers. And yes, you're back. I'm back. It's Marvel. <laughs> like, you're always going to be back for Marvel. I think the only... I mean, and you've done these going back to WandaVision. You even came back for What If... Bit of a question mark at the time because you were like, it's animated. Do I need to come yeah, back like, for it? Do I have to? Am I obligated? I'm glad that there. you did. But for <laughs> me, like an upcoming MCU TV show, I'm honestly thinking, do we need to do a show? I am Groot. I mean, maybe oh, wait until it's out, but I'm like, you know, no, whether it's, I mean, <laughs> whether it's no. Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel. We do all of these. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm group. Maybe one of us will recommend it on our movie show. And we can have a bit of a discussion there uh, about it. I don't think we need a whole Sounds Like Comics episode devoted to it. But Miss Marvel, it could be. It deserves it. It could be amazing. <laughs> but yes, yeah. Uh, Miss Marvel, the show premiered June 8th, 2022, and consists of six episodes, which, you know, we, we can get into it, but that is. That is a small number, but anyway, we can get into that. <laughs> it's show. consistent of what they've been doing. Yeah. It is. Moon Knight, anyway, we've done that. But I think some <laughs> of them, the the episode count is okay, but Miss Marvel, like, I mean, this, it's not just a character, it's a world, but anyway, we'll we'll get into it. It's all It all fits within six episodes. The show concluded on July 13th. It is part of phase four of the MCU uh, and the series. Um, it was always the intent from the beginning. It serves to set up the Marvel's film, which comes out in 2023, in which Iman Vellani will reprise her role as Khan, along with additional cast members from the series. The series did receive positive reviews, particularly for Vellini's performance. So it's always the way with these Marvel shows where they kind of need to hit the ground running because it's already an established world. I mean, I guess a show like Moon Knight kind of had its own little corner. But this show, like, she lives in the MCU. You know, talking about her being a fangirl of the Avengers, specifically Carol Danvers' Captain Marvel. It's a very heavy, lived-in Marvel world, isn't it? Yeah. Well, look, I mean, look, she's in New York City. Um, you know, like, superheroes are a big presence. We're dealing with a lot, not with a younger group of characters as well. In this, it's like, it, it makes sense that they're going to be very involved in having these conversations and getting excited about the, the real life superheroes in their world that they're in. Um, 
But like this show really had a strong start. Um, and I know we're going to get to the six episode count and have a whole conversation about that. But this, the first episode that we got of this, where we're introduced to this character, um, Imam, Vena- uh, Imam Vellani is a delightful addition to this world, to um, just the screen in general. Like she, she's like a little sister that you just, we need to protect her at all costs. She is delightful. She's delightful in this, with this character. We get a whole introduction to like her, um, a few of her friends, her family. And I've got to say at the end of this first episode, I was all in. I'm like, this is like, uh, I'm loving the characters. I'm loving the dynamics. I'm loving what this show is presenting. I'm so on board with what this show is looks to be giving me i'm like wow i am so delightfully like i'm back on the mcu train here i go episode two was was pretty good it was pretty good and then from then on i started it it i i don't know what happened by the end of this show um and this is me jumping the the gun a bit but i guess i just need to you know get everything out first by the end of it i'm like wow that that didn't work. They, it started so strong and I just, uh, I was just left very disappointed by how the trajectory of the show just derailed so much. Well, it, and it's, it's such a shame. Yeah. Well, it's a lot, isn't it? It, it really is a lot. Now I, okay, let, let's go back to Iman Vellani. I, I'm with you that I think she is one of the best things to happen to the MCU in a long time. Yes. She yes. <laughs> is fantastic. We knew going in that we're going to see more of her in the Marvel's film and, you know, wherever else she's going to pop up. But this is an actress who, I mean, this is her first role, like, in a show. She doesn't have any prior acting experience that makes that makes everything even more like just impressive just what she's I mean, she's great and she's doing stunts as well like but she's doing i don't know there's just something about her like she is absolutely fantastic and it's like straight away you click with the character of kamala khan because of the actress mm. and that first episode her family so good like a dad especially in that first episode and to support her he wants to go to AvengerCon and he dresses as the hulk hilarious yeah but then it also leads to a very heartbreaking scene but also just so real and and genuine and that's that's why i fell in love with this first episode because what they were presenting was this family dynamic and look we're getting a you know, we're getting a family that is of a culture that is not the same as mine, not the same as yours. Um, and I guess I'm speaking for both of here, but like, I just felt like they were presenting a family that anyone could look at and go, that's just like my family. Like that mom is just like my mom in, in, a, in certain ways. That dad is, you know, like I can, I can relate to this like 15 year old girl or whatever, however old she is. In, in such a unique way, like even though it's so, you know, we're, we, we aren't dealing with the, you know, like a 
just your your average American white family. Like this is something unique. We're, we're dealing with a minority outside of that realm. But then yeah. the show is showing us that it's like families, man. They're all the same. <laughs> yes, yeah. well, honestly, is I, it is. It but is I was in, I was enjoying all the the family elements to the point where, so here we are watching a show about a character with superpowers. And when she started using her powers, I wanted to go back to the family. I wanted to go back to yeah. all of that. Like it was really interesting. And that's why with this, you know, with this episode count, there's, it's not enough, is it? It is not enough episodes, especially when you look at episode five. And although she's in it and uh, it's like a different show. It is like a different show. And I'm like, with six episodes, you don't have time for this because you've been establishing her supporting cast or the supporting characters. And then yeah. they can't feature because she's elsewhere. And, you know, she brings them back together. But, you know, the girl from the school who she saves in the first episode with her powers, and then it kind of jumps in the finale. And the friends now, and she knows who she is, and she's supporting her. So, like, oh, well, we've... We've missed something there. It's like what's happened is that they've, it's almost like they've given themselves this mandate. Okay, we, we only have six episodes. They haven't written the show and created a story that they're like, okay, it's going to be this length. They've gone the opposite. They've gone, okay, we've got a six episode count. Let's fit a story within that. And then that's their construct. And as they're developing the story, what they're doing is that they've got a, they're executing it fantastically at the start. And then, you know, we're getting a development of, okay, now this is the plot that's sort of, you know, we're, we're getting into some momentum here. And then what would normally happen is, is what happens in this show is that like we, we take the main character and we kind of discover the backstory of her powers. We learn a bit more and she then finds out, okay, she discovers who she is. And then what happens is that she needs to then come back home and be like, cool, this is me now. This is what I'm going to be. And then that's when the story should really kick into gear. But instead of that happening and then having a few more episodes for that to play out and really escalate, it just has to get straight into it and wrap everything up in the last 40 minutes because it's almost as if the writers were writing and then got to the fifth episode and went, oh, shit, we only have one episode left. And then have to cram it all in. And look, they did pretty well with that last episode with, with those circumstances but there's just no reason and it's just so tricky because you've got all these characters that you've fallen in love with in the first couple of episodes and including the supporting yeah. cast her friends like when she was in pakistan like the whole time i was like i was like like where's where's bruno like you know like i want to go back to bruno we haven't seen him for two episodes where the hell is he you know like i miss the dad it's great that the mom was there i miss the dad i miss the brother you know, like, where's the, where's the influencer friend? Where's her, you know, flip friend that's doing her, you know, like she's running for, I don't know, whatever it is at the mosque, you know, like, like you, you set up this stuff and you've got me invested in them and then you're taking me away. And now we've got one episode and it's all going to be action focused because it needs to be, because it's your big. It's there's big so much, there's so much going on. There's the bad guys from another reality. Her brother is getting married You've got like the, I mean, she discovers that she's got powers, but it's initially we're to believe it's because 
she's wearing the bangle, which has the ability to harness cosmic energy and create hard light constructs. So, okay, so it's different to the comics. She's not got the inhuman stretcher powers, but now it's cosmic. So the whole thing with the show, like she's, you know, like she was the one, she goes back in time and she helped her, was it a grandmother? find her way back to her dad at the train station. So yeah, her all grandmother's of, who's a little girl at the time. Like, that's all so very it, yeah, cool. Okay. It is. So we're all wrapped up in this, aren't we? We're all about the yeah. bangle. Where's this power coming from? What does it have to do with who she really is? And we're spending, like, almost six episodes around her, her family, what it all means, who is she really? And then, you know... End of episode six, Bruno's like, do you know what? Nothing to do with the bangle. You're a mutant. And you're like, really? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 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 What's, what's just happened? Like we've just like, I've yeah. just been, I've just been watching her origin story, and nah, it's nothing to do with that. No, nothing to do with that. The She's like- got a mutation. Uh, d- did I enjoy them playing? Uh, a snippet of the X-Men animated theme. Absolutely. Yes, you did. Yes, <laughs> Absolutely. You did. Just like you when, you know, when they did it in, you know, Doctor Strange. I enjoyed it there too. Um, yeah, because it's great. And look, am I mad that she's a mutant and that she's she's technically like the MCU's first, if we don't count Professor X because it's a different universe, I guess, or something. But like this is in a way the first MCU mutant. Like She no, is the first, that's, yeah. That's great. That's fantastic. But why did your story not warrant that oh, setup? It, it, I mean, it, bloody bangle. Yeah. Nothing to do with the bangle. <laughs> she had the beauty. I mean, whether it was a conduit, I don't know. But we were led to believe that it was something to do with her ancestors and where her family is really from. And it's all to do with that. But we found out she's a mutant. You know, I did read the other day that originally when she was created in the comics and she is an inhuman in the comics, originally they did want the character to be a mutant, but for whatever reason, they didn't do that and they went with inhumans. So it's like, oh, okay. It's not just something they've just done. Like it was originally there when the character was first being created, but it, it just, I don't know that, if, you know, I mean, again, we're talking about, chords from the 90s x-men cartoon and and that was enough to just undo the bangle because oh, okay she's a mutant yeah it was it's just like the bangle it it just kind of made the bangle seem like it was a thing to enhance her powers draw her powers out um again i'm not mad at the mutation thing it's just wasn't really needed or, no, or it just it, kind of undermines the bangle. And look, to, I was thinking the whole time, like, you know, like we know that there was going to be a connection to to Captain Marvel. The last time we saw Captain Marvel, she was uh, set up to investigate the, you know, the Ten Rings and what to, what is that or, you know, like what kind of technology is that? Where are they from? I was thinking maybe the bangle has, oh, and this that still could. Fits. I mean, yeah, could yeah, this, but that that does. Could. That does fit. It just the bangle and the rings come from the same place. It just seems reason. It seems like a just seems like an odd move. Like we know this character has been established as a Captain Marvel 
supporting character. Like, yes, of course, she's got her own show, but she's going to be, I mean, and she is, isn't she? She will be supporting Captain Marvel in the Marvel's films. I'm assuming that's how it's all going to come together. So she's already linked in with the cosmic side of the MCU. And now she's a mutant. I don't know. It just seems like an unnecessary addition just to tack on at the end of the show. Yeah. But I liked it though. I liked I just liked it in the, the 90s X-Men <laughs> thing, if I'm honest. You can't help but feel you know giddy. Like, look, when when it was said, I was like, oh come on, what? And then I almost missed the um, I almost missed it. I was like, wait, hang on, I had to go back. I was like, Can ah, I just play right. that music? Like, because I was yelling a little bit. <laughs> I, yeah. Now look, there's a there's a few rocky things in this show that that just aren't great. Like again, it all comes down to that structure of what they're putting into their story as it, as it plays out. We had this setup of these villains, this this um, you know, this group of people, and they want to they they want to go home, and they've been you know, been quite aggressive and in, in doing it. They've been waiting such a long time. Why not just wait one more day, guys? Very impatient. But we had that whole setup, and then it just in a blink, it's like they're all gone. Yeah. And, the, and, yeah. <laughs> Again, because of the like inhumans kind of connection to the character, I was like, is that Terrigen Mist? Like, what is what's uh what's going on there? You know, yeah. when it all became like rock, but that wasn't the case. And again, I still this is the problem. Whilst I was watching episode six, the final episode, I was still like, okay, like what happened to them? Why does what's his name have powers now i still i didn't understand why that had happened or what was going on and i was like i shouldn't be asking these questions in the last episode like unless it's you know it could just be okay they're they're leaving it for to talk about later but i'm like no but i want to know now like i want to understand why this character now has these powers and we're dealing with this issue and why has why is damage control now the villain of the show when they were sort of an issue in the first episode and that's been about well, it. it it was more that one agent in particular wasn't it like she was oh well, yeah no. she was going rogue kind of thing but the thing you like, know, like do you know what now, as now... as we're talking about it like I, I feel like the show is coming apart a little bit whereas you know <laughs> other than the episode count and then you know that detour with episode five which you know at the time was relevant but again bangle mutation yeah, yeah, it is a bit all over the place. But again, I'm just coming back to to the charm of Iman Vellani. Like she is, is so good. Definitely yeah. has the Peter Parker quality to her character. We mentioned Bruno a couple of times, played by Matt Lintz. He's her best friend. He's got a crush on her. Obvious to everyone, but her. Turns out that actor actually auditioned to play the MCU's version of Spider-Man. Yeah, look, he might have done a he might have done an all right job. I was getting those vibes from him and him as well, like those those Peter Parker type vibes. Um, look, I'm a sucker for those like friend zoned kind of stories. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. I feel like I can relate <laughs> quite a lot. <laughs> um, in my times, in my times. So like, yeah, the whole time I'm like. Just love Bruno. Come on, just love him. Because again, this show has all these characters that you are just so delightful and you love instantly. They, they all just have this charm about them. 
and you know like he's got like he's a bit of a tech whiz and you know probably a dumpster diver as well um like parker yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean the 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 world building okay i think we need to go back Right, so we're talking about the cast, and, that, and that's great. But I mean, the the world building and the 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 approach to like presenting this show, and and it's more so, I think in episode one, maybe episode two, but then they move away from it a little bit. But just incorporating like when she's using her phone and texting, and then just the animations, which was more prominent in episode one. So it definitely had a its own individual style, which which I did really like. I mean, this show was developed by Bisha K. Ali. She's the head writer with Adil and Bilal. Adil and Bilal, they're the leading directing team. They're the guys who did Bad Boys for Life and the upcoming Batgirl movie. And Ali, she is a British Pakistani stand-up comedian and screenwriter. Mix all that together. Like, you know, the guys on Bad Boys for Life, uh, stand-up comedian. And I think that goes a long way to give this show its own voice. And it does. And again, it started with, with its own support of identity and you mentioned all that stuff with the you know like the like the visual pops of like the text messaging and uh, emojis and stuff like that and, and all that kind of signage i really enjoyed all of that in that first episode and then somewhat in the second and then it just kind of disappeared Yours, yeah <laughs> they just stopped doing it and i'm like oh which then, is which is strange because it seemed like such a prominent part of the identity of this show and it's just it just went and i'm like okay and then it just felt like any other kind of show and it kind of just i felt like oh i'm missing yeah that missing yes all on, the show was on board lost with something. All of it. yeah the show definitely lost something i mean when she gets her final costume i mean we're seeing this with these <laughs> mcu shows i mean yeah. we're we're looking at a movie worthy costume oh yeah for sure it like in that final fantastic not until the final episode we don't get like we get the costume and it looks good it looks good and look it is delightful watching her in that full costume just like you know just sort of jumping around you know the, the city streets like on her little how do you describe it the the little the energy hard light thing. constructs maybe <laughs> hard light constructs. i mean that's what they are but with the costume i like how it was incorporated i like how her parents are proud of her and and, and you know and, and her dad is like marveling at her like wow look at my daughter like, go. Uh, and it's, but the, the costume that like, she's wearing that chain we, it gets damaged and a mum finds it and it looks like the Miss Marvel logo. And she incorporates yeah, that. There's the red scarf that she wears. I like how the costume, it actually came together. It wasn't it was something like... that was just made out of necessity. Like different things made the final product. Yeah, for a while there, it was almost like, oh, she's receiving one bit of her costume every episode. <laughs> like she would get... 
Uh, in one episode, I think she received three parts of it. I was like, yes. <laughs> Honestly, we're really you know, making, yeah, it, we're getting there. In the beginning, when she's got that homemade Captain Marvel costume, which is pretty shocking. I remember when those images were released online and so many people were like shitting on the design and the look of the show. And he's like, hang on, people. Like, there's, there's a story reason why yeah. it looks like it looks. Just give them a moment. They will reveal... <laughs> a movie worthy costume and they they absolutely do in that final episode as well when she's full, fully utilizing her powers because again different to the comics in the comics if you're unfamiliar how she uses her powers it's more in line with mr fantastic yes like she can stretch catchy, yeah. she can make like a big fist and um, it enhances her, her strength and she's She's got big long legs and she can run long distances, and that's that's the character. So when we see her in this, and she's finally learning how to use her powers more than just having the you know the small light constructs as like stepping stones and whatever else, when she changes the size or it looks like she changes the size of her body, but it's the light constructs, and she's really big and she's picking up things. I thought that like, just looked excellent. Mm. Yeah, no, look, visually it worked. And it it also has like this fun, this funness to it as well. Cause it is, it is kind of goofy looking if you're but it works. really trying to break it down. But yeah, it works because again, the tone of the show, her as that character, the brightness of her costume, these big glowing fists, you don't question it. You just go, yeah. Ah, it, it works. It just, it just is fun. It's very Mr. Fantastic meets the Green Lantern, you know? Like it's oh, just mate. Perfect. Stretchy beans of <laughs> There we go. I, I was trying to describe it with people that maybe aren't familiar. You've nailed it. Mr. <laughs> Fantastic meets Green Lantern. That's it. That is, that's the elevator yeah, pitch. You know, you, you mentioned <laughs> that obviously the mum has a big part in, uh, you know, like making the costume. And I did... This aspect of, of the last episode where it's like the mum gave her her costume, the dad gave her her name, the, the thing where it's like Kamala means Marvel. Yep. So she's literally like a, a little Miss Marvel. And I'm like, wow, that is really sweet. That's a nice little, you know, nice thing. The only thing that undercuts all of that for me in, is just like because of their strictness that we saw in the first episode, I feel like we didn't get much of them, the parents developing um, like a trust or embrace of her having superpowers or anything like that. It all just kind of happened, almost brushed over as in like, Oh, look, they're, they're now very supportive. It's kind of funny because they're quirky parents. And then the last episode, when it's like, it's all revealed that she's the one, you know, like she's like the, what did they call it? Like the light girl or something. Yeah. Or nightlight or like, something like that. Nightlight. I think and they're just like, yeah, go, yeah. you know, we're big supporters. And it's like, I mean, they leave the dad behind and then episode five in Pakistan. And then you find out that Kamala's mom was a bit of a rebel when she was younger. So I guess, I don't like know. That, like, I mean, it's, it's the, it, again, we're going back to the episode count, but they had to tell so much story over essentially six 40 minute episodes. 
not yeah. not a lot of time. But I, yeah, I I agree with you that I do like how the mum gave the costume, the dad gave the name, so it comes together nicely. And I've got to be honest, like I can't think back to what the theme is or how the theme goes. I mean, I remember liking the score as I was watching the show, but yeah, I don't know. Can you can you recall the theme? Oh, it, to be honest, it's been a couple of weeks and I guess it hasn't stuck with me that much, but I do remember watching each episode and when like the score would play, I was like, it was identifiable at the time and I liked it. I liked it. So I was probably a weird sort of critique of it, but it was good. It was identifiable. And I'm sure if you played it again to me now, I'd probably be like, I'd probably be like, oh, you know, Miss Marvel, I probably would be able to pick it, which yeah, is I keep, a good, I, yeah, I keep a thinking you're a motif thing. Yeah, I keep thinking, I mean, I, I, I could just hear the X Men theme, but I keep thinking that maybe <laughs> it would just try and cast my mind back. I mean, the, the start of this episode, I'll play a bit of the theme there, so people listening to this would have heard it a lot more recently. Than, and I'm sure when you we when have you're editing this and you put it together and you, you know, obviously you get that bit of audio, you're going to be like, Oh yeah, that's it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I mean, the, the score was composed by Laura Kaufman. And what's interesting about that is she will also be scoring the marbles. There you go. There you so she'll go. be, she'll be sticking around. We'll be hearing, some more memorable music from <laughs> Laura Carver. Now I'm sure it's great. Like, we'll, oh, we'll it go was back. pretty good. Yeah, Honestly, I know. it was actually pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, we'll go back and have a listen. Now, I keep plugging the documentary specials whenever we do these. I might stop, but I'll do it at least one more time. Marvel Studios <laughs> assembled. The specials go behind the scenes of the making of the MCU films and TV series with cast members and additional creatives. Um, yeah, the special on this series, Assembled, The Making of Miss Marvel, will be released on Disney+. Plus. I feel now, whenever I do that at the end, I'm doing it for Disney+, Plus, like just giving yeah. a content they, a, bit of a bit of a plug. Are they paying you and I'm not seeing the royalties for this? You know what? <laughs> I've you, stopped, is there something I've you need to tell me? <laughs> I think this is the last time. I mean, what's next? She-Hulk. Maybe I'll do it for She-Hulk. Who knows? But these um, we'll Marvel Studios then we're done. <laughs> assembled shows. Ah, oh, I've stopped. I've stopped. I'll, I mean, I, I'll yeah, be honest, I watched, the last one I watched was actually for Doctor Strange. And that was actually right, really fun. Okay. Bruce Campbell yeah, was okay, hosting that, it. That was cool. That was cool. Damn you. <laughs> I might have to go and check that one out. But I started watching Hawkeye, and I'm like, oh, I don't need it. Nah, and, I've got, and I've got Moon Knight just sitting there. When they you first started, it's not required viewing. It's, it was in the beginning. Yeah, when WandaVision came out, I'm like, oh wow. I mean, we purposely used to hold off these recordings until the assembled episode came out, just yeah, so we got the put full experience. Out. I don't put them out for ages now. So what are we meant to do? Just sit here like idiots and wait. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, Marvel Studios Assembled is available on Disney+. <laughs> Plus. <laughs> so oh, wow. There we go. Well, Miss Marvel, if you're going to rate it out of five. Oh, we're, we're doing that already. We're there. I mean, we're there. We're, Let's do it. Okay, look. 
it's so strong and that's the thing legit after not even after, after the second episode even i was like yes like this is a wonderful show it's glorious i'm loving the characters i'm loving the world that has been built i'm so excited to follow amala khan on her journey to become this superhero and miss marvel i'm all for it um you know the that first the, the i think one of the the episode after i think it's the second episode in, in pakistan where it's like you, you almost have like a little mini movie with like the origin of like her great grandmother or, or whatnot that was a great little little thing the problem was that the rest of the episode you got like 10 minutes with kamala and it was like what is this that's really where the show just fell to pieces because i was like i need to get back the six episode structure does not warrant these little adventures even though there's some good content there there wasn't enough to to keep me on board uh, with all of that the the handling of the I guess the, the superpowered villains from this other dimension thing, uh, yeah, another dimension. Um, like I, I don't even know what happened to them. I don't know who the kid is at the end. With you know, now he's got powers and now he's gone somewhere. It's all too many questions. I've got too many questions still to be answered. Who is like damage control? Is it still run by Stark? Like it's Pepper Potts still at the helm of it i've got so many questions um well look she is the star kamala khan um iman vanali is a fantastic addition for her alone and and all the supporting cast it's like i want to rate this highly but i just can't because the show definitely fell to pieces that i think a 2.5 is the best i can do for oh her. wow and that, and that is <laughs> that is not where i thought you were going is that too high, do you think? <laughs> That's really low. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, like if this show, I it think is, because it of is how it good is. it started, where it ended, nah, it just, it ruined it. It really ruined it and left a bad taste in my mouth once again. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, I pretty much agree with everything that you've just said i can't quite come in at a 2.5 though that is that is a bit too low for me um but what is saving the show but the the first episode is fantastic although i shared with you offline when she goes to avengercon and they've just like filled the scene with some toys from the film ant-man and the wasp <laughs> Yeah. bothered me bothered me a lot more than it should because i'm like well hang on a minute within this continuity does that film exist anyway it it was clearly some set dresser that was like filling up a scene but that first episode like for the most part was great loved all of that the setup iman valani wow she is incredible and i'm looking forward to seeing more of her but like you say there's an episode where for the most part outside of 10 minutes she completely disappears we're introduced to this great supporting cast who just disappear from the show as well and come back episode six when it's good it is really good but it is inconsistent like those fun animations from the first couple of episodes 
did you stop doing that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I really do want to like it more than, yeah, more than I do. I mean, I'm going to come in at a three out of five. But by giving, I know, but the thing is, though, like, if I'm to be asked, is it a bad show? Absolutely not. It is a good show. It's just all over the place. (laughs) And maybe if I wasn't. If I wasn't so angry, maybe I would be sitting more at a three. I, it is because of the trajectory of the show and yeah. how high it started. Well, the villains, where it's bad. Like they're the threat, and then they're just gone. And then the gateway's opening, the mother sacrifices herself, and by closing it, she passes on abilities to her son, who now has but the same why? abilities <laughs> as Kamala. But then he's got bangle powers. But then we find out that her powers aren't from the bangle, they're from a mutation. Oh, my head so hurts. Many questions. <laughs> my sure head hurts. Three? But you know what? For her, no. I'm going to stick to that three. And oh, do you know what? We're doing the rating. Let's bloody talk about the post credit scene. Brie Larson pops up. Yeah. That's a marvel. <laughs> There's a body swap scenario, or like said, Miss Marvel's gone somewhere, and Carol Danvers is now in Kamala's bedroom, and that's fun. Don't know why we're only just mentioning that now. <laughs> I mean, I, I mentioned that there was a Captain Marvel connection. Oh, I know, Again, I know. But the actress, this is, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, nice new haircut, nice new suit. Um, what is it with all the haircuts? Honestly, I've had the same haircut for years. It seems like... <laughs> Whenever we see Captain Marvel, her hair is, and it's not just a little bit different, it's always drastically different. But anyway, it's a, <laughs> it's again, my, my speculation is probably like she's investigating the 10 rings, and there's Kamala's got the bangle, and I don't know, maybe the things talk to each other or something, and it made them switch play. I don't know. <laughs> You know, I did. Again, it's just I did enjoy. I did enjoy like knowing the comics. Like when when we're in Kamala's room and she's got like, you know, Captain Marvel posters and things like that. They did use a lot of textless comic book artwork, like comic book covers, and had them up mm. as posters. So it was really cool that artists that have been working on Captain Marvel over the years, their artwork is now. In this show, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Is it lazy or no? No, it's 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 good. It's no, it's, it's <laughs> great. No, no, I really, I really do like that. No, it is, it is good. Well, look, I mean, overall, look, if if the if that last when she got back from Pakistan, when she got back to New York, if we were just given three more episodes, so she could have come back and been like, "Hey, look, I know where my powers have come from," even though they're gonna you know, negate that later anyway. I know sort of the origin, that whole twist with I was the one who saved my grandmother, like that's delightful. If and then we had three episodes to sort of have her establish herself, really set up who the main villain of the show is from there, have her parents explore like that developing, you know, like that trust of her and support and have that earned, not just shoehorned in. I would be talking in a different light with this show because then I would yeah. be able to forgive those sort of tangent episodes. Although 
necessary in a way just like but what you've just said there we're not you're not fit. you're not talking about small changes which just highlights how much is actually missing there is a lot missing which There's a lot which but leaves that us been, with a lesser show yeah it could have been filled in i'm literally asking for two more episodes if this was an eight episode thing i think all sins could have been rewritten um and it would have just flowed it's just it's just stupidly constructed and it ruins it literally ruined the whole show for me um but again i'm looking forward to seeing this character again and on the big screen that'll be fun um yeah again uh amon vanilla vanilla she's fantastic she she's a gem we need to keep her (laughs) we need to keep her don't let her don't kill her character off don't do anything like that we're gonna keep her protect her okay okay well that's it okay that's (laughs) it for our episode all about miss marvel if you want to contact us about this episode or request a topic for an upcoming show you can find us on facebook as sounds like comics podcast jason once again thanks for coming back on the show and talking all things marvel i mean besides our usual shows i'll guess i guess i'll be back we'll talk um she hulk she hulk Tony at law is that what it's yeah. called yeah that's the, yeah, that's a full title <laughs> that will title. that will be marvel studios first half hour comedy so there we go cool. got that too i might love it i might love it let's be positive <laughs> but it will look forward to but i've got to be honest the trailers look fun but it just doesn't look right anyway i'm, I'm reserving judgment right. until we see the show it just well that's it it does not look right Anyway, as always, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.